the baby, bro. Where's he from? I don't know. Yeah, you do. What's really going on, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's going on, everybody? We're doing this on Sunday morning, so this might not be Chris. You know, Henry and I are normally doing this. At We're going to give okay. you great quality, great content. Let's go. So Yes, we are. Wait, the, wait, um, wait. Follow us on what? Yeah, follow the Twitter at underscore W-R-R-G-O. Follow yes. the Instagram at what's really going on. Follow the yes. YouTube at what's really going on. Yes. Um, and yeah, we got our producer here in the building. Woot, woot, woot. Hey. Mackenzie Marshall. Happy no alliance. Henry Woods. Let's do it. We check. What's in. first, Henry? All right, so we got another person jumping in the um, race for these political... Yeah, so are we like how many candidates we have? Like 24, 28, 30, 40, 2020. Right. So when, when are you gonna announce your inaugural committee? You know, so now I put my exploratory committee up and running. So you ain't let us I, know. Well, okay. So here cool. Amy and I are happy to share with you that I'm running to serve you as the next president of the United States of America. This is a defining moment of truth for this country and for every single one of us. The challenges that we face right now, the interconnected crises in our economy, our democracy, and our climate have never been greater. And they will either consume us or they will afford us the greatest opportunity to unleash the genius of the United States of America. In other words, this moment of peril produces perhaps the greatest moment of promise for this country and for everyone inside of it. We can begin. That's deep. <sighs> yeah. Who was that, Henry? That's your boy, Beto O'Rourke. That's how you pronounce it. I think it's Beto. 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 Bet. Whatever. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, known as Robert. No, so I ran into him at the airport the day before he had, well, not the day before, but he was at South by Southwest, and I guess he was pre-campaigning before he officially announced, and then he. We announced. ain't get no picture. We found out after. No, I looked crazy in the but airport. Crazy in the airport. Was you got to you got to risk it all for content, Mm-mm. right? Hell, every night would get up there with do right <laughs> wave. Had, I literally had my hair wrapped, and I was like, oh no. He's trying to get black folks. He probably would have taken that <laughs> picture. He, he would have really taken that picture. picture. Uh, how do we feel about this? He gives me young Bernie vibes, like a younger Bernie. Vibe. But I feel like he needs more experienced vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think social media gassed his head up, and that's why he ran. Like, when that clip went viral, like, I don't understand how you lose your state and think you're going to win your country. Yeah, that's like this new thing. I'm noticing people are just <laughs> skipping these levels that I feel yeah. like you need to have before you run for president. But that's kind of strange. I mean, it's like the, it's like the fail upwards thing. It's, yeah. like Bernie, it's like Bernie like lost. And now but, it's like, oh, now he's like going to be the number one choice. Like They say only a okay. white man can vote. I was just about to right. say yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. about to say yeah. that because that's white privilege because you how are you skipping these steps, sir? Like, because I think like the best comparison is like if Stacey Abrams were like to lose. I mean, she did lose, but if she were to like, oh, I'm gonna travel the country and well, see you if know I want to run. Going but, like, on. but like, she's not doing that. She's not saying like, she's not making a show of like her trying to figure out her yeah. decision. And I think like the media was kind of like, oh, like that's good for him. He's probably like gonna run, or like mm-hmm. they like treated it favorably. Where like if Stacey Abrams like had this long drawn out thing, they would be like. Okay, well, shit. It's about time you did right. all this shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kamala. 
Um, when she ran, immediately people dragged her. And if anybody, she has more experience than Mayo, but people are still, I feel like, support him, have supported him more than they have supported this woman or uh, the other black candidates that are running. I mean, Court Booker been like in the, he's not, I don't know. This has been interesting, especially with all of these candidates. And we'll talk about another one later, but um, it's just interesting to see how all of this like is playing out. And then you still have another big candidate who potentially is going to announce. So he's, it's like, he's, he's running it's well, inside scoop. He's running. Oh, who? how, you know, Biden, don't Biden. worry about it. With, I heard what Abrams says, uh, Rumors. He's trying to do that, yeah. <sighs> but no, he's just get that like a month. But also, let, if, let that simmer. If he does run and she's on his ticket, I feel like he's just using her as like well, this yeah, is my that's a boy yeah. all the way. But that helps her because that puts her in a position of potentially running yeah. for whatever. But it's at the weird. same it's time, it's just like here. I think it's, it's too much. It's too much of like like social media in. Like you said last night when we were talking, like since Obama ran, social media has played a major role mm-hmm. in politics yeah. and a lot of legislation that's being pushed. Obama also didn't have a lot of experience either. That was one thing. When he but he running. served in the Senate for and I think also he years. had. A, I think the thing with Beto is that he his life story isn't as interesting. Like I think for Obama, yeah. like okay, he's a mixed race person of his like mother's from Kansas, his father's Kenyan. He was a constitutional law professor then he was in state senate then he was in the senate right he Beto did, just ran, ran for, for he was a congressman Congress, for two terms yeah. and then he ran for senate and i mean shout out to him i mean hey gr- grab your moment we're gonna do that eventually <laughs> well, i mean but i think the crazy thing is that he's probably a real candidate no that's he's like that's actually that's what's crazy about it that's white that's why it is privileged because the next candidate we're going to talk about who has a great platform, in my opinion, that appeals to our like millennials. Whatever. We're going to get to that. So we're going to get to it. Uh, next thing on Food for Thoughts is your boy with the gap from Canada. He said, why are we from Canada? I did not know that. <laughs> He's not American. So that's the big Daniel Caesar, the comment he made. Oh, gonna, yeah. I, like, I totally didn't forgot watch he was from Canada. Yeah. I'm going to read the comment and then yeah, we can it. get into it. Why are we being so mean to white people right now? They are serious. That's a serious question. Why is it that we're allowed to be rude and disrespectful to everybody else when anyone returns any type of energy to us that's not equality? I don't want to be treated like I can't take a joke. I just went through the fucking chair chapels shit and I had like, yeah, he's mumbling. But basically, he said- Is that said, how it actually read or is that how you, you were reading the words? He was, no, he okay, was I was like, okay, I was like, okay, like, I was he was like, on live. Yeah, he was on, he was on live. live. So really basically, exactly. the comment is like his live in one statement. Yeah. And I'm just going to ramble and I'm not going to do that. But to sum his statement up, he's saying that black people are being mean to white people. And then when they do the same thing, we're like- He's trying to do the whole reverse racism. So wait, Bam. where that came from was, yes, Jules, if you know her, she's this party girl um, who just throws lip parties and be around in the industry. She's always been appropriating black people for a minute. She has a fat ass and she really uses that as her like gimmick. Like she's a white girl with a fat ass. So she, 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 um, <laughs> she, I guess like two years ago, uploaded a picture of if, she, if it's okay to wear some shirt that says the N word or whatever. And then that came up again again in some interview and then everybody was attacking yes jules then daniel caesar comes out of nowhere with this bullshit ass statement talking about 
why should black people be mean to white people? And it was just like, why are black people being mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, first of all, who was even talking to you? Yeah. Like, my thing is this, I, yeah, he, he doesn't know the history of like racism in yeah. America. And again, back to the conversation we was having last night, when you travel internationally, people always look at African Americans like, ooh, you're, you're, this is a very unique thing. Yeah. This is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, so our traveling experiences are always different because people don't understand what mm-hmm. like the slave trade was. Yeah. And it's crazy that American history isn't taught worldwide. And it's crazy that in America, that history is like being watered down to some book context of, okay, we had slaves for this amount of time and then we let them go and it was all happy. No, it didn't go like that. I mean, that's a global thing too. Right, that's what I'm saying. We slaves on all over the place. I mean, I think also this is just a lesson. Don't don't sip the goose and then go on Instagram live. Right, like just (laughs) literally keep your mouth closed about things you don't really know about. about. What are you talking about? Um, So yeah, that's that. Next on the uh, little food for thought. That Mueller mixtape came out. That was dual dangerous. side out. Oh, what? oh shit! I jumped the gun. <laughs> no, 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 because he technically he like has to give a report to Congress. Mm-hmm. So he was like, all right, I got y'all. And then <laughs> this is what F me up. In the report, he was like, I'm committed to as much transparency as possible. Well, why <laughs> don't you just release the report? Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he? If if you work for me and I'm under investigation, I don't want you saying here's the whole report. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to look through that and give the good. I'm gonna need you to read the first paragraph. Yeah. And that's it. He can be, that's the thing. I think legally he doesn't, he can say as much as he wants to. Mm-hmm. There's no thing that says he has to like give Congress like, this is what he found. He can basically say, Mueller gave no new uh, charges and walk away. Even though the report could actually happen. And that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like that's yeah. what's exactly about to happen. Yeah. And that's what like, that's why I personally want, want the report released because it's like, I don't think he really going to release new, anything new. So it's kind of like, hmm, I would like to see the report. Like Monique said, I would like to see it. <laughs> like, for real. Because they've been pro, like the media, Congress, oh, this whole thing has been like a big scandal. It, it better, it better, it better, it better have some heat. So if it, it right, and if, it, if it's no new charge, I'm going to be like, really? What? That was, that, was the, that was one of the initial reports, but it was by a... DOJ official, which I can view skeptically because they might have been appointed by Trump, so that might be in their interest, but I think if there was some real shit in it, I feel like we would have, something would have, we would have heard even even though they even though Mueller's been really quiet, like he'll just indict niggas at 3am and you won't find out till like the next week. I definitely think it would have leaked already. I'm a hope. I'm a hope. I mean, you ain't, you're not taking no pleas and you're not pleading guilty for nothing. Yeah. I ain't going down for you unless I unless you really got. Yeah, you're not going to court, like yo. Like my mom put me onto this like conspiracy that um, bruh, Cohen. Yeah, he's taking a fall for Trump. But he named Trump in his shit. He was like, yeah, I here's here's a check. They're not going to impeach this man for real. 
They're not, they're not gonna impeach him. Right. They're gonna so, try. That will they will try. That's coming slim to none too, because it's like the next presidential kid, the race getting ready to come. And in the process of impeaching you know what I'm saying? It, that's a long process. Yeah. So it's like, is it really gonna happen? Like I'd, really I'd actually we can keep saying it. I bet a dub that the house is at least gonna try to impeach him. He's not gonna get tried, but they're gonna try. Shoot your shot, season. <laughs> I, that's what it is. Shoot your Shoot shot, your shot. Season. Shoot your shot. Um, All right, now to what? Now to what? I I cut through the agenda. Nah, but um, the Democrats. Uh, I've seen this article on CNN. The Democrats want to expand the Supreme Court and end the Electoral College. So Kamala Harris, Kristen Gillibrand, and Elizabeth Warren, who are all 2020 uh, candidates, told Politico they consider expanding the size of CODIS. And Cory Booker, who is also a 2020 candidate, uh, suggested limiting the terms. I don't. There's a case as I was for this reading it. Uh, it made sense as to like constitutionally, could they do this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but it's like would that work out in a bipartisan? No. Yeah, exactly. Because um, the Supreme Court always didn't have nine. First, it had like seven, then it right, had six, right, right, and it had like right. eight, and then they were like, okay, let's mm-hmm. move it to nine. Right. So it's been expanded over time. It's just like, I guess my thing is like, the, if you keep expanding it. It's gonna become a point to where I'm gonna expand it for my personal benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my own thing with it. You could convince me on term limits. I think. Yeah, that's like a, I think that's limits, a great idea. I think that's, I think a, that's a good idea, idea, especially for like people like um I can't think of her name. She's like eighty. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, her. She's older. She just had like medical mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. She would probably want to retire. I would think. Right. And I mean, I think that the sense of term limits is like, I think we might see this in the next year with, um, who's your boy? Black guy. Uh, Clarence Thomas. He might say like, okay, if Trump's going to lose, I want to be replaced by a Republican. I'll, I can serve for 10 more years, but if it's going to, eh, let me get out now, have somebody replace me now before President Beto O'Rourke replaces me with a Democrat. So I think like if you have term limits, it at least gives you like a hard cap of when you have to stop, because I think we try to like have this wholesome view of the judicial system as if they're not political when they are. And they can basically say like, hey, I'm going to drop out now because I want to be replaced by someone of the same party as me. Right. And that's something that we don't talk about and that we don't like to talk about. But like judicial people have political views. I mean, the last Supreme Court justice was basically saying like, fuck Democrats, I'm gonna come for your ass. So I think you got like, confirmed. No, that's but that's what I'm saying. I think like there, all of this is political. Is really on the Supreme Court. That's disgusting. The funny thing is, I shouldn't even say this, but I was at work and someone had the last name Kavanaugh, and I did a full Google. No, did, you know I did a full no deep dive. I was you like, know what is I'm weird sorry, actually, and crazy? I have been like since he's become uh, like uh, since that little investigation or whatever. I've seen that name oddly too often. And you kind of like know he's from this yeah, area, yeah. so it's kind of like I'm putting aside. I like, yeah, like, huh. <laughs> trust me, I did Google search. <laughs> I did Google search the names of his kids and how old they were. It wasn't they, they weren't related, so I think. Let's hope. We'll um, so that should be interesting though, because I think um, the more I think as Democrats are just trying to like throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks, I think they're gonna like. And I think they do have good reason because the Republicans put up someone accused of rape and they took away the last, the Gorsuch seat. 
Right. So right, they have like right, at least like a balance to be like, okay, mm-hmm. y'all basically just like kind of robbed two seats from us. Yeah. Especially because when Obama had the right, opportunity yeah. to yeah. fight somebody That's, on the Supreme Court, they held that up for the longest yeah. time. So it's like, yeah, I definitely can agree with um, term limits. And the next thing we want to like talk about is Elizabeth Warren. She endorsed trans- transforming the electoral college system, which we spoke about this a few episodes. We've been back. on this. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Colorado, like, they voted on this issue. So, mm, talk about it. This could become, again, like we said, a national issue, which could potentially change the ele- election system. And, like, Democrats have been, like, on this since Bush won. Yeah. Uh, through, what was that? 2000. 20, 20, 2000. Um, so, yeah. It's sad because, like, it's never going to happen. Not it's never gonna happen, but like if you're a Republican state, it's not in your interest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to be like, let's just change. And shit. that's what that's what the big went in the article. That's what they're saying. A lot of Republicans wouldn't vote for it because of it's not, not in their benefit. Yeah. And then this this is this is basically goes down to the three fifths uh, like slave compromise. This is how this was formed. Um, basically, they agreed to give. Republican states like certain powers or whatever. They knew if they made if they counted slaves as actual people that they would get outnumbered. Right. They were like, let's create a system that just kind of like. Yeah. Right. And now Republicans benefit um, from that same system. I mean, I think it's Republicans know there are more Democrats than Republicans. Right. And And that's smart on them. Yeah. That's what's interesting, I guess, about the whole thing because. what is a Democrat, you know? Because yeah. I'm not, I don't title yeah. myself anything. Yeah, I think more people are going towards being like neutral and mm-hmm. just because Democrat says racist, Democrat says racist, Republican. Right, because we got one know, in like, Virginia. Yeah, oh, wait, what? What? Speak about shit. We're going to have to do like a daily highlight of him because he's still in office. That's right, included. that's what's sad. New York Times, yeah. I'm still waiting on that story about that, but you know. What am I now? Right. Can you get BuzzFeed on there? What? Uh, um, Northam. He's still in office. Blackface. Governor in Virginia that did blackface. I feel like no. I feel like they try. actually no. That yeah. Is the type to not give this man a black one. Because what you gonna say? I'm you don't sorry. have to. You don't have to interview him. You can at least flame this man. Oh like, no, they talked about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I like, get him on the show. Nah, like, no, I'm oh, talking about. I'm talking talk about gaslight him. him. Like, oh, you moonwalk, right? Him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. No. Alright, so um, last food for thought, then we're gonna hit you with the big fat. So another little presidential candidate, um, he did a breakfast club interview, we're gonna play the clip, and then yeah. Embarrassing that a lot of the money for these trials is coming from private individuals. Because coming in the sixties and seventies, the United States government was giving money to thousands of American families to test out whether this sort of program works. And it should be the public sector leading the charge on this because we're entering the age of AI. We're going to have self-driving cars and trucks in five to 10 years. 30% of malls are going to close in the next four years, thanks to Amazon. Two and a half million call center workers in the U.S. are going to get replaced by AI. There was a study in The Guardian that said the the median African-American household net worth is going to be zero by 2053, like in 34 years. You guys see that study? No. And that right there, that got my attention. I was like, whoa. Okay, tell me all the things. Who is that? Okay, so Andrew Yang, he was born in upstate New York. He went to Brown undergrad. He went to Columbia Law School. He spent time, like, for a year or two as a corporate lawyer. Then he ventured into business. Uh, 
He founded Venture for America, which is an organization that helps entrepreneurs create jobs in cities like Baltimore, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. Uh, he was recognized from the Obama White House twice, um, once in 2012 with the Champion of Change Award and once in 2015 with the Presidential Ambassador for Global Entrepreneurship Award. So, like, he's... Read uh, that, read that bio. Really you know what I'm saying? What are with all um, these businesses? I mean, these... Entrepreneur. Yeah, that's if, if you I'm, listen to, I'm that. that's yeah. why if you listen to his Breakfast Club, which I don't think is the greatest platform to get the to know a presidential mm-hmm. candidate. But if you're a millennial, you're young, you want to, you know, what I'm saying, get to know these people. It's a good way to do that. He explains why him as an entrepreneur, he feels like he's the best candidate, especially because he basically was saying he is kind of like what people thought they were getting with Trump. Because Trump wanted to promise all these jobs and be very uh, bring the job stateside and all of this and all of that. Uh, And I was like, hmm, that's an interesting way to look at yourself. But I guess his main initiative is universal basic income, which he wants to add $1,000 a month to everybody. And he started funding this himself. Wait, Um, what? Yeah. I have questions. <laughs> yeah, I have so many questions. Listen to the interview. It's so good. It's so good. But we um, just you, were talking about the lack of experience people have. What political experience does he have to run for? That's what, that's what makes it interesting. I'm not saying he would be the best candidate. I think he has great ideas. So you're so on like you his campaign board, right? You run, you, run for, <laughs> you run for city council. You run in local elections. I, right. Like that, that's, that's why he's great. His, that sounds great and all, but I feel like you need to start like locally, your community, provide jobs in your community, and you move up. He's like, done, that's what he's doing with Venture for America. But I'm talking about like actually serving on a city council, like a political Actually office. doing political yeah. work. I get what is, you. What, what is this mentality? He definitely need to get appointed. Whoever the next Democratic primary person is, and they win, which they are, we're, we're speaking into existence, he needs to be on some type of. You committee. think so? Yeah. Oh, oh, the committee. The committee. A committee yeah. Like, okay. we on to my committee. committee. But... For what? Like he's <laughs> uh, he's, just a, he's a smart, I innovative I, dude. A I think I, I think there are like two things. I think I think it's good that he's at least bringing these things to the platform because I think he will at least transform the conversation. He'll push people toward talking about that and stuff, he's, and which is which is important. Is which good. is important. I think at least if he's talking about this, like somebody will ask a certain question about that, which will then make other candidates like take that shit mm-hmm. seriously. And that's what my point of bringing him up is. Honestly, on the flip side, <laughs> I think one, I think Democrats have a weird relationship with people in tech. I think at first, like they were like, "Oh, like we're cool with like the Facebooks and the Mark Zuckerberg." Yeah, and then that shit backfired. Trying and to bad. break up all the tech companies, yeah. but I think in like in a literal sense, like I think when Facebook and Twitter and Instagram like. While Republicans were kind of getting cozy with like the business people and like the oil execs, Democrats like ran toward like Silicon Valley, and then, pardon my language, but Silicon Valley kind of fucked them with like being really bad on privacy stuff, being really bad with like taking your data and like selling it and doing whatever the fuck they want. I don't know if he's that kind of guy, but I just know he's in tech, and I think that I think in this kind of age of yeah of you know online security Mm -hmm. and facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff i think i want to hear him talk about that since he's directly involved in it well he does again if you listen to the breakfast club (laughs) interview he speaks about all that john and he talks about that's where he wants to get this little thousand dollars a month from he wants to tap at it as a tax 
Um, oh, so he like emailed you like personally. This yeah, morning, right? he was like, "Yo, Henry, make sure you bring." But what's going this, so uh, hard against people' lack of experience? That's why I'm so confused. This man literally has no experience. I'm not saying this is the person I'm voting for. The funny thing is, I am saying I like his ideas. He he appeals to like millennials. I think he's a great person to talk about. If we have this plethora of candidates, I wouldn't want him to get washed up. In the funny thing is, polls have actually shown he's actually like he hasn't like. Right, he's not he, like a front runner, but he's like he's, he's improved he's, his stock a little like bit. Like he's, you know, slowly, you know, it's creep, creep, creep. I, he, I think, appeals to millennials, which play a big part in deciding this next president. You think candidate. so? You think the millennials really going to be the ones that rock the book? Because these old people, these old racist white people, is about to come out to make sure Donald Trump is that millennials. It's more okay. It's like it's like those old racist white people. Mm-hmm. It's millennials, and then it's black women. That's kind of where the country lies. And black men. Oh Jesus! They don't really hold no power because you got to think but, about oh, we know that. I know. and all of that stuff because yeah. that's how they get us. And black men just we vote. But, we we got we we do good when we need to. Listen, two black men run this podcast. <sighs> Talk about Drop it. that. Talk Drop about that. Drop that. Alright, so um, no, but I think I think he's gonna be a conversation mover. Yeah, okay. I which is that. good. Yeah. Which is good. Like if that's if, what we need, especially with all of these candidates. We need I that mean, with look, all of these There's no difference between candidate 13 and candidate 15. That's what I'm saying. No, but, but I think he's for at least him presented different ideas. All of no, I, healthcare. I just said healthcare. That. Healthcare. That's important. I mean, it's not, but most of these 2020 candidates, it is. I mean, it's literally, probably the most important I, thing. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not important. My bad. Bloomberg. No, nope, nope. I'm keeping that in the regular and I'm Listen, I'm saying healthcare is important, but most of the candidates are going to talk about what? Healthcare, jobs, jobs improving the economy, social security, yeah. so Protecting uh, like certain benefits. You need to be healthy and have a job, right? I'm not saying Ooh. these things are important, bro. What I am saying is, at least he's not one of these other candidates. They're like, oh, pick me, pick me. I'm qualified, or I might be qualified, or I'm popular. Who you think, who you, oh, you talking about Beta? I'm just so saying you, you whoever. Really not, you really not. I'm saying whoever. I'm saying he's at least presenting new ideas. He's bringing new ideas to the table. He said, if at least if if I'm gonna be at the table. I'm going to make my own seat or make my own plate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I guess we just going to have to see because, I mean, I think that's <laughs> great for the kitchen table talk and great ideas <laughs> and all of that, but no. We should actually start that. Fuck red table talk. We should do, like, kitchen table kitchen talk table and just, talk. like, have a long offering. But um, shout out to anybody. Uh, if you want to have um, Andrew Yang at a fundraiser, Reach out, to, reach out to Henry. Henry's got the first school yeah, on yeah. where to go. Okay, anyway, big facts. What events is he having this week? Big facts. Big facts big no. Facts, this damn facts, college facts. scandal. Bro, that, ju- that got me hot because, hot. okay, let me just give you right now. March 12, federal prosecutors disclosed conspiracies that involve at least 50 people, including celebrities Felicity Huffman and Lori uh, Lofman. Uh, lady from Full House, y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm Becky. I'm Becky. Uh, a number of uh, parts accused paying Willie Rick Singer up to 25 million from 2011 to 2018 to change tests and bribe college admissions officials. Parents would f- make fraudulent cl- medical claims to have the tu- students test alone or in an isolated uh, location in which answers were changed or someone took the test for them. 
Now, that's a good little bit. This is crazy beyond because you know what I'm saying. In first of all, y'all spending all of this money. My thing with that though, that I just don't understand college. It's definitely necessary if you want to do certain things, but it's not the end all be all. They could have saved that money and give them kids money to do something else that they are actually. Because like in. what, like, like Laughlin's daughter, the lady from Full House, her daughter has contracts with like Sephora. Yeah, she's on and, YouTube and literally talks about how I do not like school. school all the time. So, so you paid all this money for this girl to school, to and then USC. Not Harvard, yeah. not Yale, not Princeton, but USC. What? Like, I got an school free, show. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We, oh, it's, you, you gotta it's school you out can. here. You lying. Hold on. Yeah, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> I didn't hold give them a school free, but my point is, it's kids out can. here. No, I'm saying my point is, it's kids out here, including myself, who work to get into college on their own. Yeah. Who had to pay for a tutor for the SAT or the ACT, had to, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, actually get help with these things. But here you are finessing the system. Yeah. And now I can't go to school because you yeah. filled my spot and you cheated your way there. That's yeah. what I that's I the think, point. I think I think this is an important story, but here's my thing. Is any of this shocking? It's, it's not, not. It's not. not. It's, it's, not it's the legacy system that all of these wealthy the only people, people. The benefit only people that was really shocked, I think, was white people. Because I think I, what they I did see on Twitter the whole time yeah, was black white. people being like, y'all okay. were mad at us because we took y'all spot. And that's and that's that's my point of like the, this because like Kelly Williams, um, Bowler, uh, who's a mom in Ohio, was convicted. Of lying yes. about her to, residence to get her child to go to a better for jail. a better school for a better school district. Like I know three, I know three people doing that right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like these people are actually going jail time. So that's my point of bringing this up. How this situation differentiate from that? Like, how is Kelly different from these parents? Because Kelly's black. And she ain't got and no that's money. That's just what it is. Yeah, money, that's what it money, is. Money, money talks. Right, exactly. The bell, and then and then we have to talk about um Bella. Love, like right, she got a a hundred thousand dollars. And they got that's out on a hundred thousand dollars. That's another reason why black people can't get. They make these bells. Um, Bella, are they just Bella? Whatever. You're talking about the cash bills. Yeah, the cash which bills. Is, it they make, make them so bills. high for people who cannot afford them, and then for her, what was it like a hundred thousand? She that ain't nothing. She getting that one episode yeah. per episode. Had it been a black person, same thing. The bell probably would have been twenty million, some crazy amount of money, right? Which would have so, been ten percent of that, yeah. two hundred thousand dollars. Who just got that laying around? But that's why a lot of candidates may be on this whole cash bail system. Hopefully, I mean, we talked about it. Booker yeah, we on, have. But, but with this college admission scandal thing, it's just crazy to hear about it. Cause like, and then my thing is, y'all couldn't just donate money and buy a building. No. By two, three, like, like do so progressive. That's what they used to do. That's what they used to do. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll contribute that. to the library. Now it's like you want to bet you want a bag. Right. right. Yeah. I'm gonna just go buy the bag for you. But I do feel bad for students who literally really need help and need tutors yeah, and are right. going to have to truly jump through extra right. hoops. And I did read that people at don't quote me, Stanford, one of the schools that they were talking about, they're the students are following a class action. It is Stanford because well, that's, I don't that's know. That's ridiculous. I don't want to speak. They on have it, my law right. my law firm is actually looking for 
consequences because this is a whole this is crazy. thing. Like, and then not even to mention student loans. Are we going to get an invoice loans. from your law firm for, uh, for highlighting them? I didn't okay. even you know, drop But name, even but. student loans. You got people taking out loans to go to school. That's what, people come out of and undergrad with like, $200,000 yeah. in debt. That's not for yeah. grad school. That's for undergrad. To, like, that's crazy. The ridiculous. Just for them like, to find it, out the school. Right. Else. And for like, the bigger thing is, are these parents actually going to serve no. jail time? Next. Don't be You got slap on the wrist. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jesse Smollett is like literally about to serve a 60 year sentence. Is he actually? I forgot. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I forgot it's about like, it. It's, like, it's some crazy amount. Don't get Henry started. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But that's not it. That's a whole yeah. other conversation. Let's Ooh, not do that. The justice system. <laughs> Anyway, so next um, big fat New Zealand mass shooting, which you guys probably heard about on March fifteenth, an attack on two mosques and church. Uh-huh. Christ Church, New Zealand, left fifty dead and fifty injured. Um, the attacker accused Candace Owens, who is a right wing commentator, was named as his biggest influence, which is very very interesting. Uh, New Zealand has banned one point two million, which would equal one to every four persons. Um, uh, semi-automatic rifle, and they may be seeking to ban semi-automatic rifles. Um, led wow. by the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, who also attacked social media companies for giving, um, basically a platform to hate. Um, during condolence calls with Trump, he asked uh, yeah. the U.S. could she sit she's. Could the U.S. help show sympathy and love for Muslim communities? Um, so yeah, that's a lot. This is interesting because like New Zealand doesn't have organizations like the NRA uh, to protect but their white rights. Nationalism is global, and it, honestly, it, that type of thinking, that type of rhetoric, is what uh, Trump does. Like bad mouthing and talking about people who do not, who are not white. And it's like stuff like that, those type of thoughts. And that's why I think with like just white people think, oh, well, that's just my way of thinking or this is my opinion. No, your type of thinking is getting people killed. No, that's what yeah. was interesting for, for, with him naming Candace Owens. Is like yeah. And then Kanye West, that. that's what I'm like when people like Kanye and people who still like support him and talk about he's just thinking different or outside of us. That type of thing you're is putting people, influences yeah. on other people. And that's, that's the thing killed. about having power and then wanting to be this cool controversial yeah. figure your words hold some type of power and with yeah. that power comes a responsibility and i don't think she didn't she didn't want to own up to this like she yeah. quoted a tweet lol of course not you could be like yeah i helped kill yeah. right yeah, like, yeah. You're not gonna say uh, and that's another thing about new zealand it's not protected in their constitution like our second amendment right is the right to bear yeah. arms yeah yeah, so I mean, it I makes think, it difficult for us as Americans to even have a sense on it because, like, the information that I pulled this article from, uh, which was on NPR, it was basically an, a reporter and like somebody from New Zealand, like a regular citizen, and he was saying that it's not my right; it's a privilege to own a gun, and I know that as a citizen, and I have to work like to have this right. Uh, and it was just interesting to see their views versus like an American's perspective who is pro guns. It would be interesting to hear how they have a take on this whole 
thing. Yeah, I think the whole thing is hard because I think sometimes when we talk about like, oh, like it's it's. I think it's great that New Zealand basically like turned all this around in like a week. They've been making progressive. Yeah. They were just strides. like, we're not going to have this yeah. again, and they were like, we're not. And I think one that's something that we lack in the sense of like the closest thing. And I read something on like Vox that they were like the closest thing to this is like that uh, Orlando nightclub shooting where they mm-hmm. someone kept mm-hmm. like. I think mm-hmm. it was 40 that, or uh, something people because they were that gay, that, yeah, um, the gay nightclub in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that the way we just like the way we have conversations about it, clearly, I think because stuff like this happens so often that we're just kind of used to it. And right. That, and that's what we kind of weird, though. When we yeah. were talking about it at work, I, honestly, the fact that Sandy Hook, that situation did not turn change anything. Change anything. Right. It's one thing about adults, and obviously, it's not okay for anybody to get shot up in a club or anywhere. But the babies, these kids, when and that it's happened, happened multiple times yes, since. Right. Then the Las was, Vegas it, thing, that's at the was, con- yeah. and that was a country concert, which the NRA is like country ass yeah. white people who support that. So it's just crazy, right? Like how this, this is yeah, like we've had the situations that would like change it, especially like you said, like yeah. the Sandy Hook, the person like had mental disabilities yeah. and all this stuff and like that's like the textbook way you would and be able to like last year the school what was the school in florida parkland, the parkland. Yeah. it's just crazy so so i think yeah i mean i think it's i think that's crazy that we kind of normalize it but i also think it's annoying in the sense of that when people are like oh new zealand did this well they don't have the second amendment and i'm like yes that's true but like i think we're using that as a crutch and as an right. excuse right because it's like okay it's in the second amendment but like but we are you can do like you just throw shit at the wall and hope yeah. it sticks like i think everyone just kind of says like oh well it's not in their constitution and i think one i think we're often not real about how the second amendment applies differently to different people yes depending on location race race all right. of that because it's easy it like if you and i tried to legally Tom's if you and i tried to legally get a gun people yeah. We, it would be way harder for us it'd be way harder for you and i to legally get a but gun right now times have out changed. And even in that cnn article that i was reading about when we was talking about um the supreme court in the electoral college they were saying like is a new constitutional convention possible and i think that no. like it, i don't think it's possible no. but, but it, um, that, that's it's time what to, that's what has to happen right because like but do i think it's gonna happen no, no. i mean i think that's, that's the thing happen. i think it's like the annoying thing of like a document that was written for hundred something years ago yeah. still has still like has wasn't even right and so, no. exactly and I think it's also it's that and I think it's conservatives kind of I mean they have yeah. they have a group of Republicans called constitutional conservatives mm-hmm. and I think that's the annoying thing in that those group of voters and group of people in Congress are so attached to the Constitution no matter what the fuck it says or no matter how off it may be. Mm-hmm. Even though they'll interpret some stuff differently than they would other stuff, I just think we need to have a conversation about one how like stuff that we do here affects stuff across Globally, the world, yeah. and like that's involving like I think one of the things that the prime minister of New Zealand was talking about is like yo the shit that y'all do has impacts over here like and not not only your rhetoric but your gun laws though to speak say something about it and yeah bro. Yeah, but redoing the Constitution would have that wouldn't be white people literally dismantling the system that they benefit from, and they're not. That, they're not. And then who knows that how they might rewrite it good. after that? Yeah, we, we think we're doing yeah. something, and all of a sudden you and I, are, right, you know, right, you and I on the right. boat somewhere. We think we're doing something, and next yeah. thing you know, we're back in the chains. You got me. Yeah, go through this door. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the grass is green on the other side. It's like what That's the hell? Funny. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, heads up. Um, down in Brazil, DNC chairman, she signed this contribution. So Get your money, honey. Get your money. She's a contributor for Fox. Um, what does that mean? Like, she's going to be writing articles or she's going to be on the show? Is it well, her first appearance was like last week on Tuesday. I think it's just as an analyst. Yeah, as uh, a, a legal analyst. Whatever. What is it's, she trying to do? Push the conversation forward? That's what I, that's, that's, get what, that money. that's what's interesting about it because, you know, Fox is like a conservative. It's not like it is. It's, 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 <laughs> it not, is. it's not even that. It's basically like a propaganda network. It really is. Yeah, it's like, and it's, that's the thing. It's not even it's, like. Like, we could do a whole show on Fox. Yeah. If we really wanted to spend like two days. Just they like, don't even be saying facts half the time. Like, they, they just. So that's why I'm like, it would be different if it was like, I guess, a somewhat respected conservative, like, type of thing. But the thing, like, Fox don't be even making right like they pushed out they pushed out their actual journalists yeah and then they be getting black people confused they thought gail king was um who's yeah. the one from um robin roberts got like stuff like they don't be they don't be trying they don't be trying so that's i'm like like they would call you tay dig or something if you want yeah to we're not gonna bring on yeah. what's really going on or it's chestnut like, yeah what the fuck? it's ridiculous so i don't really i, I mean, think it's about getting money but I don't yeah think no i mean that's it's real because i mean one when she was DNC chair, she kind of did some shit that made a lot of enemies among Democrats where she was like, she basically attacked Hillary Clinton at a time where she probably shouldn't have. And then she wrote a book about it and basically kind of shat on everyone in Democratic politics. So basically, she had no exit ramp. because she, she ain't had no friends. So I think this is a way for her to stay relevant, to stay relevant and get money because she wasn't going to like she wouldn't have she wouldn't have gotten a contract with like MSNBC. True. Or like True. NBC or ABC. True. She made too many. She basically has too many enemies. Yeah. For some some reasons that are like bullshit, but other reasons that are like you just you got to know when to like kiss the ring and you got to yeah. know when to like just fall back. Yeah. But get your money, baby. Yeah. I mean, Henry, if they offered us a contract, we would think about it. Who Fox? Yeah, we'd think about it. Fox News, we'd think about it. I mean, if I did this, and it's gonna give me to a bigger platform. Yeah, we sure. think it. So that's a yes. Fox News, <laughs> we're available. <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right, okay. so uh, if y'all hit us in time, uh, BET got this little thing going on every Sunday, American Injustice, where they like talked about it's a for president. What is it? No, it's a four part like series that talks about the injustices in America that go from like you know who's border suppression. It? It's different people. You have like Stacey Abrams is on there. Um, John Lewis is on there. But is it like an interview series? Yeah, it's like, like maybe I'm asking you're interviewing too many questions. people, but it's also a docuseries because it goes through like Atlanta, St. Louis, Los oh, Angeles. Wow. It's go to different cities and face the injustices of that city. So like I know the one for Atlanta was voter suppression, and that's the one with Stacey Abrams and John Lewis. What's the one there. in St. Louis? Uh, Shout out to St. Louis. It was like police brutality, I believe. Uh, okay. Uh, so each city focuses on differently, and then after that, tonight on March 24th, they have a town hall, which is going to be conducted by this uh, Congressional Black Caucus, Harris, Booker, and a few other like Democratic people are going to be in there talking about the cash belling systems, police brutality, and again, American injustices. So yeah, I hope this is the start of something. Good, no, and BET, BET and then for BET doing, because like, they have so yeah. much potential to that, have like that's, a been, good that's been the thing political with BET something. They, they be they like they did the Trayvon docu thing, yeah. docu series. They did this, and then they they've been like their docu series have been good. Their TV shows like uh, their marketing. 
Marketing sucks. Call me. Hit Marketing me up. Sucks. Social media. The headquarters is like a drive. Is like twenty minutes. You want to drive over there? Like, they need us. No, the BT got to do better. They on need social. us. They I need mean, us. yeah, because I think to do better on social, which is so crazy because I feel like. Black Twitter could have been BET. Right. They could have right, really fueled right, that and pushed right, that forward, right, but it right, just. Right. I just think they have so much potential to have. But that's the thing. Like, who are the executives over there? Are they black people? No. Because it's owned by Viacom. Viacom, right. yeah. So technically, no, but still. But still, I just think. Still. I think it's a problem of like, one, I think there's not a big appetite. If they Because I think my thing is like, I want them to have like. I wouldn't say a daily show because that's a lot harder and that requires like real ass talent. Mm-hmm. But if they had something every Sunday or like at once a week, we're going to have an hour, even 30 minute show just about like politics or shit that's going on. That's if they basically just took this and put it on TV. But I think that they've been struggling how, yeah, to, how to find a model that works because I think they, they are do too. that. And then they'll just go away. That's what it done is. That, like, they've done that. And then yeah, they don't give it time. Happen, they cut that they shit after like one month. month. And that's <laughs> the thing because you got that's what you, that's when it comes to black people in politics. We don't really care about that stuff. But it's also a talent thing too. I was mad that it's they a, got I think rid of one hundred six in Park because I feel like they could have took one hundred six in Park slate. And switched it up and made it like a cool townhouse. Something yeah, that's taken that like away. They shouldn't have taken it yeah. away because that was their main. Little yeah, that thing. was their main thing. So they yeah. took that away, and I feel like they could have transformed that into something. They just need to hire some black millennials from Howard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they everybody interned at BET in school uh, communications. So I really don't know what is going. on. Yeah. That is true. A lot of like, people in school that did. Yeah, I know. Uh, so they just be, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I, think that's, I just think that's my frustration. Like, it's good that they're doing shit like this, but I think, like, especially as 2020 comes up and we might have another black candidate, I think, like, what's the other platform that's going to do that? Like, okay, like TV One, CW, okay. Yeah. They're doing stuff, yeah. which is, I think, interesting. Like, you they're they're on. more ahead of BET on political yeah. stuff than. Yeah. Um, <laughs> VH1 might do something after Right. That, but... Like, no, I don't. Like, I mean, it's sad that TV One is like kind of like yeah. leading the charge on like, hey, we're gonna actually like have a show about black. Even though yeah. maybe the numbers are just that bad, I'm not like a calm person like y'all are. But I mean, get BT together. They have so much potential. Yeah, they have something. really. I mean, they're really the only one in their field other than like TV One. Get some good talent. Oh, hey, yeah. name drop. Hey, <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, last up, so I found this out. The Innocence Project. Uh, they're a group that works for free. Uh, wrongly convicted. Um, Defendants, they announced that Archie Williams in uh, Louisiana was freed after wrongly being convicted of uh, rape serving a sentence of 35 years, which dates back to the 80s. Uh, I just want to highlight it because I think his quote was really interesting. And this is a heads up because I think hopefully it gets the Innocence Project a little bit more money because they need money to do these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, he was basically like, I'm not, he was basically like, oh, when I was in jail, I met like a thousand other people who also were wrongly convicted of stuff. And I'm free, but if they're not free, I'm not free either. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Innocence Project. <laughs> yeah. Heads up, get them more yeah, money. That's yeah, that's a cool initiative. Um, it's get good people that they're out doing of jail. That <clears throat> it's definitely good that they're doing their work because, like you said, it's a lot of people only convicted, especially of rape, um, and that's what the controversy is, especially in the era of Me Too. Uh, so yeah, man, it's cool that he's out of jail. Yeah. So support that because that's really what's up. All right, so that's been. Are we wrong for not talking about uh, Kim Kardashian? What she do? All the um, 
Um, she's paying for that guy. Uh, oh, she. she I ain't talking about her. her. I ain't talking about her. <laughs> nah. She is trying to pay for. You know what? Friend. You know what? I'm gonna say this. You a real life hater if you cannot give her. No, I'm a hater then. I refuse. Yeah, I'm, a a hater. Hater. I'm a hater. Yeah, I'm a hater. I don't remember her either, but I was like, I was scrolling on Saber and I was like, I gotta like that because I can't. If she ain't getting no. Nope. Kudos. No, no, <laughs> no, no. That's, this, this is exactly what you want us to talk about it. Because uh, we weren't talking like, about it. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're lucky I cut this out. 